0: If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Chronicles, the 20th chapter Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 If you're a visitor today, I'm very thankful for you I'm Very thankful for you 2 Chronicles 20 verse 1 says, After this. You ever been going down in life and everything be going okay? And then you wake up one day and you go, well, things have shifted. It's kind of what happened in this story. Because God was... Speaking to his people and giving a plan. And then it says, after this, the armies of the Moabites, Amorites, and some of the Minnonites declared war on Jehoshaphat. You ever got up in the morning and went, well, this ain't what I planned for. But here we go. Here we go. Messengers came in verse 2 and told Jehoshaphat A vast army from Edom Is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea They are already at Hazazon Tamar This was another name for Injadah What they were saying in verse 2 was they're almost here What are you going to do? Verse 3 says, Jehoshaphat was terrified. See, the first thing that we feel in our natural body, and you're not weird nor not a good Christian if you feel this in your natural body. The first thing we feel when someone gives us a bad doctor's report, fear will try to invade your space. The first thing you feel when you hear that somebody has said something unjustly about you, fear will come and start trying to get into your mind you're not a bad person because fear is an emotion that God has given us as a tool to walk through the valley of the shadow of death fear is not to be coddled nor agreed with fear is a meter by which you know how and where and On what level you should set your faith Jehoshaphat was terrified by the news And begged the Lord for guidance The first thing we should always do Is go to the Lord Where should I go? Where should I go? Where should I go but to the Lord? No place he also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting So people from all the towns of Judah Came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help Jehoshaphat verse 5 says it's, It says he stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem In front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord And he prayed God let me be a leader that leads people to pray let me be a father that leads my children to pray. Let you be a mother or an uncle or an aunt. Let us be a people of God. that The first thing we do, instead of we run over to the, to the news and go, well, I wonder what the economy is going to do. When, when we start feeling the crushing, we go to God. We go to God for guidance. He said, he prayed, oh, Lord God of our ancestors, you alone. Are the God who is in heaven You are ruler over all kingdoms of the earth You are powerful and mighty No one can stand against you Oh our God Did you not drive out those who lived in the land When your people Israel arrived And did you not give the land forever To the descendants of your friend Abraham your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name they said whenever we are faced with any calamity such as war, plague or famine we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored we can cry out to you to save us and you will hear us and rescue us See, the first thing we need to do when we start praying is not going, oh God, what am I going to do? But we walk up into that. He said, come to the throne of grace boldly. How should we come? Not arrogantly, but boldly to know we are the children of the most high God. To know that we are going to be all right because he's already declared the end from the beginning. He already said your latter days are going to be greater than your former days. And I don't know about you, but, but when I come to church, that's why sometimes if you might feel like, and I pushed you a little harder. It felt like old High Praises Church today the way Pastor was pushing you, didn't it? Huh? See, sometimes we get all modernized. We turn the lights down so nobody can see you and we play peekaboo and and all that. But today, I believe that it's time that we walk up in the house just the way the Word says walk up in the house, with thanksgiving, with praise being praiseful and thankful unto him because he is in control. You know why he's in control? Because the word of God in Genesis said that he stepped out on nothing, grabbed a hold of potential in himself and spoke to it and it became everything that we are. That's what the word says. The word says in Isaiah that, that by his stripes you will be healed. In First Peter it says that we were healed because of the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. We've got so much to be thankful for. He has set up a way that we don't have to be alone. He said he would, he would stick closer to you than a brother. he never leave you, never forsake you. We've got so much to be thankful for. Say, well, you don't have to be loud and boastful in your praise for God to be happy with you. No, you don't have to. You didn't have to brush your teeth either, but Lord God, we're happy you did. Amen. There's a lot of things we don't have to do. I don't have to. Get up and 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 go and get on uh, my phone every morning And send my children something positive and exciting out of the world I don't have to do that, I get to Can I be real with you? Can I just be gut punch real with you right now? LaDonna would love to be able to do that on this earth today Do I believe she's praying for her babies? I do Do I believe she's praising like I'm going to? I do But see, life is a privilege we get to live. We shouldn't get up and, oh, I gotta go to work. You ought to get up every morning and go, boys, oh, I'm so thankful I got a job. And if you don't like your job, get your hind end out and find another one. And trust God. That job is not your source, nor should it be the source of pain and anguish. God has given you life and given it to you more abundantly. Man, we ought to be walking in that place happy to be there. And everybody ought to be happy to see us. Are you leaving your workplace better than you find are you leaving your house better than when you wake up to a bunch of mess that your teenagers has got into while you was asleep? Are you getting up and causing more problem? Are you getting up and speaking life and love and power to them? See, there's one thing that we need to understand. Meekness is not weakness. But love is love. Love is compassion, love is forgiveness, love is power. <laughs> Amen So It says now Verse 10 And now see That the armies of Ammon and Moab And Mount Sire Are doing You would not let Our ancestors invade Those nations When Israel left Egypt So They went around them And did not destroy them Now See how they reward us For they have come To throw us Out of your land which you gave us as an inheritance. Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We're uh, powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we're looking to you for help. If you will always keep your flesh and your mind in the right priority with God, He will always fight your battles. See, what we want to do is we want to take the battle into our own hand. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that right there with you. Verse 13 says, As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, wives, and children, the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jezel, son of Zechariah. Son of Benaiah Son of Jael Son of Matadian A Levite Who was a descendant of Asaph If I didn't say any of them names right Talk about me I don't care Verse 15 He said listen All you people of Judah First of all, let me just put one little caveat here before I read on. He said, listen, all you people of Judah. Do you know what Judah stands for? Praise. The lion of the tribe of Judah was the lion of the tribe of praise. So in other words, he said, listen, all you people of praise. Listen, all you praisers in Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow, march out against them. You'll find them coming up through the uh, accent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jerusalem. But you will not even need to fight. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Kohath and Korah stood to praise the Lord. And God, the God of Israel was very loud. I'm sorry, the God of Israel with a very loud shout. Early the next morning, let me say this. When God gave him the word to prepare, They prepared until they went to bed, until they went to sleep. It said that all the people, they praised with a very loud shout. And then the next morning. See, you can't live your life sleeping spiritually and then expect to walk up on the battlefield and have the praise prepared in your mouth. You've got to live your life. You say, well, you can't condemn me. I'm not condemning you. I'm just telling you what's the truth. The truth is we want to live at an arm's length from God until we need him and then we pull him close listen his grace and his mercy is sufficient and he's so happy when you pull him up close but you don't have to wait until you get through all the mess to have victory if you will live with a praise in your mouth if you will go down praising him if you'll get up praising him if you'll praise him with love toward others if you'll be kind to others see if you will walk in the attributes of God then he considers that praise that's why we stand around here on love. Love is what we believe in. Why? Is it because we agree on everything? Why? Come on. You know we don't agree on everything. But I don't have to agree with you to be kind to you. hmm Because I am secure enough in who I am in Christ to know he's my source. I don't have to get my security from someone else's approval Now I like when people like me Oh I don't like it when people don't like me In the flesh In the, in the, in the flesh uh, In my humanity I like it when people like me I really do But in the spirit realm I like it more when God is pleased with me So I'm going to follow his footsteps Because he said the steps of a good man are ordered by him Not by man Come on, somebody. And when I know who my leader is, then I don't have to fear acceptance or denial from anybody around me. I can just walk around just smiling at people that I don't even know. Have you done that lately at the mall or wherever you go? Because if you do it sometimes. I was at a ball game yesterday, and I walked, and this woman was there taking pictures. And I mean, she looked like she was sucking on persimmons. Anybody ever sucked on a persimmon? I wouldn't prescribe it. It's awful. I mean, they're sour. And she was taking pills. Well, I was being very polite and waiting on her. And she looked at me like, come on. That's exactly what she did. She went, come on. I went, okay, thank you. I said, sorry about that. And she went. When I walked back through. My flesh Wanted to jump in front of the camera and go Not really I'm just making that up When I walked back through she was there And I did it again I waited because I Just because of her actions I was not going to allow rudeness To come in I still wanted to give her courtesy Of not messing her photo. You know why? Because I didn't take that personal. Here's what I've tried to condition myself to think. When somebody is rude to me, the first thing I want to do is I wonder what they're going through. I wonder what happened to her yesterday morning. I wonder what happened to her along before that. I don't know. You say, you can't go through life doing that. Yes, you can because one of the greatest attributes of love is compassion. If you will live your life in compassion, then you will not have to be thrown off every every time somebody disapproves of what you are. But you can keep going and you can keep smiling because you live in forgiveness and you live in renewal of the Spirit of the Lord. And what the word was here is they went to bed praising. So in verse 20 it said, Early the next morning the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Mm, give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. His faith endures. I didn't know I was going to do that till just now. But see, when the Lord puts a song in your heart, you can just start singing it. It's just right there. Can you imagine, here they come, the armies that were innumerable. I mean, they must have looked innumerable. They must have looked completely just huge because we've got several different tribes coming against them. And Jehoshaphat, said, he didn't say get your guns ready. He didn't say get your swords ready. He didn't say get all the weaponry ready of the flesh. He said, guys, do this. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithfulness endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. So here they went. See, sometimes people are going to think you look silly when they're trying to pick a fight with you and all you're doing is give thanks to the Lord. His faithfulness endures forever Give thanks to the Lord And then you look at him Because you can't give thanks to him and not love people You can't truly and honestly live And I'm not talking about superficial religious activity I'm not talking about coming to church and singing Bringing in the sheaves and going then to the restaurant And cussing somebody out because they gave you unsweet tea And you only drink sweet I'm not talking about religiosity. I'm talking about a lifestyle of kindness. A lifestyle like Jesus. A lifestyle that he portrays in his word. That he said, if you will choose first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithfulness endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. I'm so thankful that we can live that way. And then it says in verse 22, put 22 up there. At that very moment, they begin to sing and give praise. And the Lord (laughs) caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire to start fighting amongst themselves. He will have your enemy destroy their own self. And you don't have to raise a, a hand of humanity to do it. If you will keep your eyes on Jesus... See here's the message today Praise precedes victory 2nd Chronicles 20 is one of the most graphic examples of that That you ever find in the scripture A multitude of forces was marching against Israel The army of Israel was outnumbered They literally didn't know what to do So they fasted, they prayed Until they received the word from the Lord And when they got the word Their response was to walk in the word. See, they appointed the singers and praisers. And I want to read that verse 22 to you in the Amplified Version. It says, when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire who had come against Judah. So they were struck down in defeat. Somebody say, praise precedes victory. When it's all over, not one Israelite had fallen and not one of the enemies had escaped. What's more, when they came to take the spoil, they found so much cattle, so many goods, so many garments, so many other precious things that it took them three days to get it all loaded up to take home. Praise precedes victory. Got this question, then I'm going to close. Do you need victory today? Are you facing something today that you need victory in? Start praising. Start living your life as a praiser. Sound out the praises today. Speak praises today. Sing praises today. Declare praises in your life and your enemy which is only one. Your enemy is not a person. Your enemy is not a a people. Your enemy is not a a, a sickness. Your enemy is not any of that. Your enemy is the devil. The Bible says your enemy, the devil, is roaming around seeking whom he may devour. The devil is a liar and he loses when we praise first.
1: Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now, we want you to stay connected with our socials. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at The High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at The High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.